Packed edition, and I do mean fun, of Wrestling POV Global. I'm your host, the legend TJ Logan. With me, the studly, the erstwhile, the mysterious, sometimes in jail, gentleman Elio Canella. Elio? What's going on? How are you doing, TJ? I'm doing great. I'm glad you made bail. (laughs) It wasn't easy, but uh, I managed to avoid the authorities and I jumped the wall. Well, you know what? Um... Fans, we're not going to get into what happened really with Elio, but let's just say <laughs> him and Jeff Hardy had one heck of a fun time this weekend and involved copious amounts of alcohol. So, you know what? To each his own. Anyway, Elio, this has been a crazy, crazy week for me, man. Um, it has I have, been. I have, you've probably seen pictures on Facebook and fans who have me on Instagram. I, was, I had to go to two weddings this weekend. Yep. All right? I was the best man in a wedding in central Alberta, and then... Okay. I got on a, I got in a car, drove an hour and a half south to the airport in Calgary, and missed my plane. You know then, what? Yes. You, you were Ric Flair this weekend. You were jet flying limousine riding. Wow. Well, more like jet flying limousine late. Uh, but you know what? <laughs> I did try and steal a few kisses from the uh, from the uh, stewardesses. Unfortunately, they were guy stewardesses, so that just turned out to be just awkward <laughs> oh, and messy. No. But I, you know what, friends? I did miss my flight. This is the first time in my life I've missed a flight. They would not let me on the plane. <laughs> they said I was too late to board. Wow. So they gave me a wow. uh, ticket for the next flight 12 hours later. I was going to stay in the airport, but my friend put me up at a hotel. And uh, the next morning, he took me to the airport. I got there 45 minutes early, Elio. And when I got to security, I almost didn't make it in because there was security out the wing-wang, man. It was down the hallway. It was crazy long. However, should we put I that had air, an express should, should we pass. put that should we put that flight on in the book for not letting you on? Ah, uh, you know what? Let's face it. My ride got me there seven minutes before the plane left, so I kind of think it might have been their fault. <laughs> so no, I'm not going to yes. put the air flight this time. But uh, okay. I had an express pass, made it through all of security super fast until there was some idiot mm-hmm. in front of me whose girlfriend decided she was going to take like twenty bottles of liquid. <laughs> randomly in her bag uh, on the flight. Wow. So can you imagine how long that took as they went through everything? Um, oh, I did get panicked. No, that's I, painful. Oh, oh, we're standing there. I'm like two people away from going. Well, this idiot's getting all her stuff going through. And then I hear last call for, for and they call out my name over the loudspeaker. And I'm like, oh, crud. Oh. Because I'm at, I'm at gate one and it's at gate 18, right? And, uh, wow. And thank you, Calgary, for being so damn cheap that you didn't fix your uh, floor escalator because, man, I had to <laughs> run 18 um, gates to get there. I made it by like five minutes. 
Oh, they man. said, oh, you made it in five, you still have, have five minutes. I'm like, holy crap. Jeez. You do not realize how much my wife would have killed me and my family had I not got on that flight. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I did get on the flight. We got to Kelowna. Uh, everything after that was copacetic. We had fun. But mm. in the midst of all of this, there was, you know, wrestling does not stop for holidays, missed planes or anything. There was a lot mm. of stuff going on. this. There week. is no off season. Yeah, this, no kidding. This is the one time I really get what that means. Uh, what we're going to talk about, fans, is, okay, this week there were three major, I don't know, I guess you really can't call them pay-per-views so much, but three major shows that were shown across different networks competing yep. for your time and dollar. We're going to touch on all three of them. Um, okay. We have Evolve, which was such a good show that we don't even usually cover Evolve, but we had to mention some of the stuff that happened here. Okay. Uh, we had Fight for the Fallen, AEW's second, uh, big, or I guess third major, major show when you think about it. Uh, and then mm-hmm. we had uh, nights two, three, and four of all J- of New Japan's uh, G1 tournament. Uh, some great wrestling. Thank God it was good wrestling because, I mean, I had to sit and watch all this stuff. But it was good. It was good. Yeah. Um, before we get started, though, let's get into our poll this week. Now, okay. fans... A lot of people say sometimes I can be a bit of a jerk or an ass, and that uh, sometimes I can do and say outrageous things. But I gotta say, after this poll, I find it strange that sixty-five percent of the people who uh, answered this are bigger jerks than I am, and that's pretty hard to be a bigger jerk than me because I work at it. Okay, um, <laughs> this whole poll came out of last, uh, you know, a week or so ago when we saw Tessa Blanchard taking on Sammy Callahan in an intergender sure. match where anything goes, and it basically yeah. turned into a hardcore affair involving baseball bats, chairs, jumping pile yep. drivers, and yep. lots of stuff that I know the gentleman was not cool with, no. and I'm definitely not cool with. Now, before we get into this, let's say why we're not cool with this, okay? It doesn't have anything to do... We, we do know that wrestling is predetermined. Tessa Blanchard went in there knowing exactly what was going to happen to her, and, um, you know... Every safety precaution was taken to make it look much more painful than anything that happened. But that isn't where I have the problem. Where I have the problem is the way people are looking at it and the way people are accepting that it's okay to book this kind of garbage. Okay? Yeah, sure, it made Tessa Blanchard look super strong. It made Sammy Callahan look like a bigger villain. But it's just something I don't want to see. And i got to ask you, first of all, how about you, Ed gentlemen? Is this the kind of stuff you want to see? Do you want to see women fighting men in hardcore settings? No. And again, uh, like uh, we, uh, like I said last week from last week's poll on chair shots, this 2019. This is a different time. It's a different era. There's no room for for those matches in in today's uh, wrestling. Maybe in 1998, that would have been cool, you know. But even then, I wasn't even a big fan of it. So, no, I don't want to see any of these matches on my screen. Now, now as much as people may call me a jerk and, and say that I I kind of uh, am a little bit mean sometimes with the things I talk about here on the show, you know what? Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but there's nothing cool about beating a woman, okay? No, and, there's nothing um, cool. Yeah, and these kind of matches, it's almost like, you know... I'm not trying to say that women are weaker than men. I'm not trying to to make some kind of uh, gender inequality issue here. But the Mm -hmm. fact of the matter is, I can't think of anywhere where I think it's acceptable that a man uh, takes it upon himself to injure a woman, I mean, hitting her with a baseball bat, 
getting her friends, getting your friends to hold her down while you while you tool her over, finishing it with a, a, a very vicious pile driver. None of these things were cool. Now I would uh, I would question actually. Yes, go ahead. Now, um, now we don't really talk about this on on our show, but uh, has uh, have they had any uh, have they had any of these matches in WWE as of late? No. Okay. Still see, not yet. Uh, another another thing is imagine mm-hmm. the spons the sponsors that they lose in exactly. today's in today's uh, society. No, I get there's re- a whole lot of sponsors. Well, they would, and you know I get the fact. I mean, you look around and everyone is, ever since AEW has been kind of sniffing around doing their shows. It seems like every other company is just kind of pushing the envelope a little, trying to be that super edgy. We're like ECW of the 90s kind of vibe. Yeah, no, ECW's over, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was a time that is gone. We don't need that kind of stuff anymore. So um, I think that people, instead of like using these cliched, horrible shock value, which doesn't work. Why can't you mm-hmm. just re- do better re- writing and better wrestling? That's the, key. That's the key here. That's the formula. And it and, and shows. This week when we talk about some of the shows, why was Evolve so cool? Because the wrestling and the story that was being told in those matches were very strong. Same as it's like Rick, it's like It's like Ric Flair said. The sign on the marquee says professional wrestling. Exactly. Exactly. So you know what, fans? Um, I am disappointed in the... Uh, because for me, it's not that I was wanting to win or lose in this thing. It just gives me a very sad glimpse into what this world's becoming when 65% of the people responding to this poll were like, yeah, man, let's I can't chicks. believe that number. Wow. Yeah. 65. I, I don't know what to say, Elio. I, I'm very, uh, I'm very disappointed in our fans and I don't know. Let's, let's hope that uh, we're not in a society right now where <laughs> viciousness and cruelty is, uh, is Okay. Because it's not in my world, but I guess we'll have to see what our fans really want these days. I, I, I'm just stunned, okay? I, I know there was nah. a comment. Can you read the comment that was there? Yeah. Hopefully uh, this was... comment will put some, like, wisdom back and some faith back <laughs> in me from the fans. So please read it out. So there was one comment on the poll and from Josh Sanders. He says, not all the time, once a year wouldn't be too bad or just for the 24-7 championship. Wow, okay. I guess my uh, I guess my faith isn't restored in humanity. Wow. I mean, that's akin to saying, you know what, it's not cool to beat your wife, but maybe once a year around Christmas you give her the old Santa Claus heave-ho. Nah, not I have cool. a question. Is he feuding with uh, Rick Serrano? I don't know. I try not yeah, to I was involve listening, myself. I was listening to, the sh- to their show this week. Mm-hmm. They, had, they had a bet going. Uh-huh. And what was the bet? I, I didn't get to catch it. I've been on touring out here. Well, if uh, if uh, Josh Sanders beat Rick in the poll, mm-hmm. he won yeah. uh, right now. He as of right now, he had uh, the Rick's around the third award. But if he mm-hmm. beat if he beat Rick in the poll, he would no longer have that award. And what which poll was that? Their their poll. I mean, I'm poll? sorry. In the POV game, in the oh, did he beat the him? Extreme Rules POV game. Did he beat him? Uh, you know what? I don't even have the, number, the exact numbers here. Okay, okay. But I, I think I saw his name above Rick's. Okay, okay. Well, you know what, Josh Sanders? You may not be a turd <laughs> over in um, 
<laughs> in uh, Wrestling POV, but that comment kind of makes you a turd in my book. So if we had the Global Turd Award, you'd be walking home with a gold plate. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, let's let's move on. No more. I'm tired of this this disappointing nonsense. Let's let's just yeah. move on. Let's get into the wrestling. All right, we got we got some news this week. I've been. Like I say, I've been styling, profiling, and jet swinging across this ah, world. I've been well, kiss stealing, whatever. Yeah, the Nature Boy TJ Logan. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, for news, there have there's more AEW, but it's not really much news. There were two entries to report. The first is uh, Britt Baker suffering a concussion in her match at Fight Britt for the Baker. Fallen when when she took a kick to the back of the head from Bea Priestley. Wow, and I thought she was pretty loopy calling herself Dr. Britt Baker. Now she's got an excuse to call herself and in, Dr. Britt NJP, Baker. And in JPW, um, apparently Will Ospreay suffered a neck injury and might have to say goodbye to G1 Climax this, this year. I really hope that's not the case. I really hope not. Uh, Will Ospreay has been he's been very fun in this tournament. He may not have, mm-hmm. you know, the first match he lost, but he won the second in his thing. I, I really hope that's not true. Uh, I really would. He he adds excitement at a dimension that's different. So well, they they said you know, it was just here, they said it was just a stinger, but uh, nothing serious. So let's hope. Uh, well, let's that, hope so. Uh, yeah. And I gotta say, all the all the uh, the fans, even the turd holders, probably wish you the best of luck, Will Osprey, and we look forward to seeing you more because um, the New Japan G One Cup is a place to make your name. Uh, even though you're wrestling for New Japan, this is a a chance to make your name a, a household name, and that would mm-hmm. be awesome, and you deserve it. So let's let's hope you're doing good. Okay, what else you got for me, buddy? Uh, that's about it. Uh, the only one is another match that's not been yet yet been confirmed for All Out, which we already know is going to happen with Cody taking on Sean Spears. Uh, I think that one's a given for all that we've seen. That's for sure. Yep. So that's not really news. That's all. But that's all the news I have on my end. Okay. Well, fans, you know what? Um, like I said, there was a lot of wrestling going on this week. There was quite a few matches mm-hmm. that were, um, what's the word? Uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm sometimes hesitant to call them pay-per-views because I'm not sure if people actually pay-per-view them anymore. Uh, I know the WWE Network put on an, uh, hosted an Evolve show, which at first seems really odd because we don't usually cover Evolve very much because, I don't know, it's we just don't really you know, cover the, it. The WWE Network might itself might as well be free because they keep saying every month that uh, for new subscribers, the that event is free. Yeah. So I mean, how hard <laughs> is it to just cancel your thing and put a new, uh, a new? Uh, Seriously. Yeah, you, you know, you get yourself a new email address. And you could be uh, a guy almost every time. So <laughs> maybe not the best way to do business, but all right. Um, so, anyways, uh, the WWE Network did, in fact, have Evolve on it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go over the whole card, but there are a few really cool matches that happened on there. Uh, we're going to talk okay. a bit about AEW's uh, Fight for the Fallen, which was, I'm going to say, a little bit better than average card, but it wasn't a blowaway card. And then, of course, we're going to talk about uh, nights two, three, and four of the G1. Okay. okay? Well, let's start off, first of all, with the Evolve show. Now, there were some interesting matches in here that surprised me. About, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, Evolve hasn't always been on my radar because I, there's not a lot of things I really want to see going on in it. But um, this time there was a few really cool... Well, there's some guys coming over from NXT that really made the matches really interesting. Um, yep. Let's take a look first of all. Well, first of all, I want to talk about the women's match that was on there that was kind of off the hook crazy. Uh, we had um, Shotzi Blackheart mm-hmm. taking on 
of Brandy Lauren in a no disqualification okay. match. And wow. I got to tell you, man, these two ladies uh, were not ladies to each other. They really beat the crap out of each other. And we saw a, a level of violence that's, uh, you know, I don't mind the idea of two women having to settle their differences and fighting violently. I don't have a problem with women getting hurt. I have a problem with men getting involved and hurting women. But this match was really cool. There was even a spot in there I seen where, like, um, Shotzi had set up about four chairs uh, with right. them, like, kind of face-to-face -face and, and side-to-side, so it's like a little square, right? And she oh, put okay. another chair on top and then put Brandy Lauren on top of it. And oh. the idea was she was going to run and do, like, a, uh, a tope suicida right through the, the ropes oh. and try and, like, you know, nail her. She goes to do a, a run. Uh, wrestler Anthony Green gets in the way, stops her, so he, she kind of boots him, and then she turns around to do the move again. By the time she comes flying through the ropes, Brandy Lauren misses, so she pulls, like, a, a PCO and goes face-first into a bunch of chairs, hurting herself. Oh. Oh, it, no. it was pretty intense, pretty wild. And uh, I got to say, I didn't really expect that sort of a violence, but it, it was it was fun. It, it, was, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, we got to see the Evolved Tag Team Championship change. It was cool for me to see the Unwanted, uh, the team of Eddie Kingston and Joe Gacy. Now, I've been an Eddie Kingston fan for a very long time. He has floated mm -hmm. all across many independent organizations, has yet to be, ever have a really good look from WWE. So this was cool that uh, he happened to be on a network show now. So hopefully, you know, maybe somebody watched that and thought, hey, maybe we should give this Kingston guy a try. Um he, they lost their match. They lost their belts to A.R. Fox and Leon Ruff. Uh, yep. A.R. Fox is a guy that we have talked about before on Lucha Underground. A very innovative uh, African American wrestler who uh, I would suggest people trying out because he seems like he'd be the kind of fit for WWE down the line. Okay. Uh, we also had what uh, kind of a reunion match of sorts because these guys were all together in uh, in Evolve in a in a, um, in a faction. But we got to see Matt Riddle coming over from NXT to take on 205's Drew Gulak. Gulak, who is the uh, current uh, mid-heavyweight champion. Um, talk about a great match. Uh, this was really breathtaking. I mean, I know a lot of people have seen Matt Riddle and are very, uh, he, you know, the ultimate bro is actually a very good MMA-style fighter. But people tend to, tend to forget how great Drew Gulak is. I mean, uh, he talks a lot of crap and he does a lot of silly things. But the thing is, this guy can wrestle, wrestle. You know, when you say wrestle, he's a capital W for wrestle. The guy knows his stuff. Awesome match. And I'm, hopefully it reminded people who tuned in to see this that Drew Gulak really is the real thing. You know, he's, he's not just mm -hmm. a bunch. He's not just a character. Um, then I want to talk about the main event, which uh, had Adam Cole, the NXT um, world champion, putting his belt up against Akira Tozawa, who we've seen a lot on um, WWE's uh, 205 Live. Uh, right. Tozawa, very hard-hitting uh, Japanese wrestler with an in-your-face in kind of style. Adam Cole, man, he is he is something else. I mean, you want to hate the guy as much as you can, but when you watch him mm -hmm. wrestle, this guy knows what he's doing in the ring. Okay. Really good match. Tozawa came from Evolve. Sorry? Tozawa came over from Evolve to, get, to when, to, when he joined WWE. That's yes. where he came from. Yeah. Yes, a lot of these guys had been involved earlier on, and I'm sure, I'm pretty sure that Adam Cole probably had a few matches involved back in the day. Um, it was a it was a really good match, like mm -hmm. really hard hitting, really guys going right at it sort of matches that that are just fun, you know. Overall, I don't think people thought this Evolve show was going to be so cool, but it was. It really was. So, fans, I would suggest okay. checking it out. Now, I'd like to move over to AEW here and. Um, Talk about Fight for the Fallen. 
And okay. uh, now the fight for the fallen. Oh, I'm never sure now about AEW. You know, I've wanted it to succeed. Um, right. You know, uh, Double or Nothing had a few really good matches and some terrible, terrible matches. This time we got a few good matches and some so-so matches. Nothing. Now I would, I would, sorry, I have a question before you on. Uh, of the three, uh, of the three shows that we've seen so far, which one do you think is uh, was better? Of of the, of oh, you the mean AE, of the uh, AEW? Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with this one being the more solid of the three so okay. far. If not, with not having the hype though that Double or Nothing had, you know. Okay. Um, let you know. Let's take a quick look at some of the matches that were in there. Um, there was a, an interesting three-way match that opened it up that had the team of MJF, Sammy Guevara, and Sean Spears defeating Darby Allen, Joey Janela, and Jimmy Havoc. Kind of weird Jimmy oh. Havoc being on the side of good for this one. Well, it was also kind of weird seeing Darby Allen being on the good side for once. Well, and, and Joey Janela. I mean, when you really think about it, it was kind of like the team of jerks versus the team of bigger jerks, I guess, because uh, it, it seemed like guys who weren't really wow. the heroes being the heroes. So. Um, good match. Uh, lots of violence, mm-hmm. lots of crazy things. Uh, Brandy Rose versus, uh, sorry, Brandy Rhodes versus Allie. Um, wow. Uh-oh. Brandy Rhodes may look incredible in wrestling attire. She is not that great of a wrestler. She's kind of weak. And uh, Allie wow. carried her through this match. Allie okay. takes, eats the pin, loses. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's probably the best you could get in a Brandy Rhodes match, right? And we saw Awesome Kong again. So, so again oh, yeah, it's an Awesome Kong. Um, she, yeah, or so he has. You saw, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we had, <laughs> um, we had uh, a very strange, two teams I really didn't know much about. It wasn't the greatest match, but it was the Dark Order taking on Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Taking on now, Jack are, Evans and Angelico. Now, aren't the Dark Order weren't they that team that was renamed? Weren't they the Super Smash Brothers? You know, I think they were actually. Yeah. Because um, I was I was looking them up, and uh, they they're both from they're both from Canada. They both are competed for Smash. Well, you for know Smash what? Wrestling. This this wasn't the greatest of matches. It was so so. Okay. Uh, it seemed like a lot more spotty stuff, and I think this is where it started. People were starting to think, well, maybe this won't be the best thing ever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, th- I do know coming out of this that the the Dark Order will be taking on Best Friends uh, on the next pay-per-view. Oh, so wow. that's going to be something okay. to look for. Uh, next match, Hangman, Adam Page, uh, defeating mm-hmm. Kip Sabian. I mean, I don't think there was anyone who really thought Kip Sabian was going <laughs> to win this match. I don't even I think Kip Sabian early. thought he was going to win the match. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, <laughs> so-so match. Um, Adam Page looking good, and I guess he has to look good. I mean, he's he's you know, he's got Jericho coming up. Jericho running out and making an attack on Page at the end of this match, uh, fueling for <laughs> that next match. Um, then we had um, we had SCU's Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky uh, losing to the Lucha Brothers. Really interesting battle. I kind of like this one. The Lucha Brothers always have a kind of a unique twist on on tag team wrestling, and Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. Th- these guys are so fun together. You know. Scorpio Sky has reinvigorated uh, Kazarian and Daniels, and uh, I, I really like what he brings to the table. I think he's a, an exciting wrestler who, I don't know, he just makes that difference. And, and this was a fun match. They're probably what's the that match thing? What, what's sorry? that thing they always say? Every time is the worst time they've been in. Yeah, that, that's a Frankie Kazarian thing. I remember <laughs> I interviewed him once about that, and he was saying that 
he would never have guessed years ago that someday he'd be insulting a town and that would sell more t-shirts than anything else he could possibly say. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, he really enjoys that sort of thing. Uh, next up had to be, which I, I consider the match of the night, had to be Kenny Omega versus Sima. Um, oh, Sima, okay. who I haven't seen for a while. Kenny Omega, <laughs> I still think he's the main event guy, man. He is really a strong wrestler and he really put on a great show here. Um, the main event. The Young Bucks versus Cody and Dustin Rhodes. Interesting type match. I mean, I'm so used to the Young Bucks fighting all these other spot monkey kind of ma- uh, teams. To see them fight two accomplished wrestlers, had them change up their sw- style quite a bit, had them work like I haven't mm-hmm. seen them work for a while to actually get a good wrestling match. It was exciting. The Young Bucks take the win. Um, I do know that uh, the Lucha Brothers come out later and are not happy with uh the young bucks and demand a ladder match so we're gonna see where that's gonna end up overall i thought it was a strong show but not a great show and i i still think it was the most balanced so far of the Mm -hmm. shows we've seen but let's see where we're gonna go with this um i'm still for every time i see a good uh you know sema versus omega match i see some other dreck that they have on the bottom of the card and i think (laughs) where is this going to go so all in all, a very interesting uh, weekend. Now, let's talk a bit about New Japan, man. New um, Japan, and I saw, I saw day one, day two, and day three. You mean day two, three, and four? We saw day day one last no, week. No, well, remember? day one was last week, July sixth. Yeah. yeah. So, did you see days two, three, and four? I did. I didn't see. I didn't see four. I saw two and three, though. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, let's talk about uh, day two first of all. Okay. Okay. Um, day, day two was the B block, and mm-hmm. uh, there were some interesting matches on here. There was one match though, and what I'm going to do, folks, I'm going to tell you a bit about how these things have been going. And every time that there's been a day, I'm going to tell you which match I think is the one match you should probably go on to that day and check out that match more than the others to get a really good feel of what's going on in New Japan. Now, day two, it's hard to hard to determine things in day. It's day one actually of B block day two of the tournament so it's not like you can really get too much of an impression where things may go that being said day one gave us a lance archer who made everyone go man if this guy stays like this he could go yeah. all the way yeah day, day two surprised me like with some of the results like lance mm-hmm. archer over um oh who will was Ospreay. it that he was facing will osprey yeah lance archer over will osprey I mean, interesting and, uh, good stuff. He's, he's, he's one of the guys that uh, we said uh, we didn't think he'd actually, like, uh, do all that he well. He would do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, some of the guys that are in this, you know, I, some of the guys I expected more from or better from, but um, not exactly getting that from um, from um, <laughs> from some of the guys, for some of the guys that, uh, oh, no. you know, that are competing in here now, it, it's kind of like... These kind of things really, this kind of tournament can really set uh, set a weird bar, you know. Uh, we made our we made a whole bunch of predictions last week, and already we're seeing some of our predictions undo, and it makes you uh, it makes you question, but it also makes you excited, because now we're seeing um, we're seeing a lot more a lot more surprise and i guess that could be in a way fun now yeah now here here folks here's where we got to look at uh, uh some of the nights and and i'm gonna try and, and and say how you know i've assessed some of these guys and how maybe my assessments were wrong or whatever um first of all lance archer 
Got to talk okay. about how crazy of a start he's had. Uh, he beats Will right. Ospreay in round one. In day two of, of his block, he defeats Bad Luck Fale in, in a really hard, tough match. I mean, these are two really big dudes. So as it is right now, that really shifts things around uh, to make you look at Archer. Because Archer got a chance to go further than we thought. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, if he keeps going the way he's been going, I, I, I'd, I'd have to say yes. Now, going into uh, day two, uh, one of the best matches... Well, first of all, f- folks, I know we talked about day one last week, but I would just like to reaffirm the match that I would pick for you to watch would definitely be Kenta versus Kota Ibushi. Really <laughs> cool match on day one. Now, day two, here's a weird occurring theory because day two and four, I have one man in both these matches, and that's Tomohiro okay. Ishii, a guy who we picked as might be okay but wouldn't do so great, has been doing very good. Uh, yeah. His match with Jeff Cobb, Holy smokes! I mean, they threw everything and a kitchen sink at each other. It was. I, saw, I, I was. I was. I was. I was glued to my iPad the whole time, and this match. It was hard to catch a breath, wasn't it? I mean, this was some crazy yeah, stuff, Elio. This was fun. They they threw each other around the ring. It's like holy crap! They got suplex off the top rope. Yeah, uh, there was yeah. <laughs> so much good stuff in this match. Lots of headbutts that I didn't expect. Um, yep. It, it was it was really hard hitting. A um, few of the other things to watch out for. I mean, John Moxley taking on Tai Chi wasn't exactly the best match, but um, it's probably uh-huh. better than you get out of most Tai Chi matches. So there is that. Okay. Um, John Moxley, um, he's doing better than I thought he would too. He's won his first two matches in his his rounds, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, one guy that uh, I, I picked Osprey, but now we we. We don't know if Osprey will actually be able to continue on in this tournament. He seems to be struggling with some injury. Um, he took on there, there, sorry on day three. One that, on day three, sorry. Osprey uh, had the match of the night with Sonata. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure where they were going to go with that. Sonata has been looking really good. I mean, Sonata defeating Zack Saber Jr. on night one. Zack right now does not look the best. He's already lost his first two matches, and you're kind of wondering. Is he going to go, you know, is, is he going to be a rub out in this or what? But uh, Osprey, who I thought might be switching gears here, if, he, if he's injured, that throws everything into chaos in, into, yeah. uh, into block A. Um, day four, the best match on there. Ishii, oh. again, who I said Ishii's been uh, against Jay White. And uh, wow. okay. I feel bad about Jay White. Jay White down two straight losses in, in rounds one and two for him. Um he is probably one of the cockiest, jerkiest guys on the roster, <laughs> but he looks phenomenal right now. His build yeah. is like a massive. He's resting yeah. really well, but man, he has taken some harsh losses. Um, right now, I would have to say as we go into uh, days, days, you know, five and on next week, um, mm-hmm. people riding the wave in Kenta at the top of his class right now. Archer, mm-hmm. Lance Archer, who surprise move there. Tomohiro Ishii, another surprise. Um, Naito. Having poor showing both nights, losing both matches, um, little worried also, about also, also, also surprising me is that Shingo Takagi he's lost his matches. Yes, so far Shingo losing uh, his matches, going undefeated <coughs> for so long and then losing. That's got to be a tough mm-hmm. one for him. How does he get back his momentum? Well, it's yep. kind of obvious he was the biggest guy in the junior heavyweights. But did you see getting in the match? Juice Robinson looked bigger than him, so maybe he's not as big as a heavyweight. So. This might be something to keep an eye on. 
Now, the, the amount of wrestling and the quality of wrestling has been incredible this year in the G1 so far. I'd say, fans, go back, watch it. I know you don't have to wade through all the tag team matches and stuff. Watch just the championship matches. Uh, or, sorry, the tournament matches. But like I said... Uh, yeah, this, and if you, watch, pick, if you want to watch the rest, uh, go back after. You watch the main matches. Yeah. So this week, I'm going to say day two, I pick Ishii versus Cobb. Day three, okay. Osprey versus Sonata. Day four, yep. Ishii versus White. Okay. Now, fans, we're going to take a quick break here, clean our palettes. When we come back, we're going to talk about some MLW. We're going to talk some Ring of Honor, NXT UK, and uh, we'll see what else we got on the pike. So, fans, we'll see you back in a minute. Hello, this is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness! What's up? This is Jeff Cobb. You're listening to WPOV Global. And we're back. You know what? Uh, Every week, folks, as uh, people who tune in the show regularly know, we like to cover three... We used to cover four, but the other one used, you got to the point where it was boring the crap out of us, and we stopped covering it. We now cover three <laughs> shows. We cover NXT UK. We cover Major MLW's Fusion and ROH's Snorefest of the week. I shouldn't say that, but lately it's been a bit of a Snorefest. <laughs> all right. First of all, let's get into it some NXT been. UK. Elio, take it away. Okay, please. NXT UK. Uh, once again, we are at the Download Festival. You know what? I kind of like these uh, these shows. Like uh, it's like a different feel and from the regular. Where it's kind of a festival feel, right? Arena. Yeah, it's kind of a festival like feel. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty cool. So we have uh, our opening match: Ilya Dragunov defeating Ashton Smith with his uh, Torpedo Moscow. Now I'm not so exactly the, sold um, on the Torpedo bit mat thing. It's not the greatest move in the world. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like this Russian guy. I, I, I He's smaller yeah, than I, I thought he would be, but yeah. I'm digging him. I'm starting to really enjoy him, Elio. Yeah, you know, uh, at first I was like, with uh, when he debuted his, intense, his intenseness in the matches, I was like, okay, um, I wasn't getting him. But now it's like, starting to grow on me, this guy. So Listen, listen no props like to him. Ashton Smith. Ashton Smith did okay in this. Yeah. I mean, he's not exactly a slouch. So this wasn't a squatch match, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I'm going to say Dragunov looking good. I want to see more of him. Yep, I want to see more of him. And those are red and white contacts that he has. He's, he's got that look. Like Then we uh, then we look back at Jazzy Gabbard's uh, debut, and then we have a Zyperoxide interview next. <laughs> exactly. Okay, you know what? You know what? Yes. Now, when we first uh, said we were... When we said we were, when we first started and then uh, we said we were going to start covering NXT UK yeah. and I told you I was getting behind Nina Samuels no yeah. okay Nina Samuels you've disappointed Oh, she's I'm done yeah. with this Nina Samuels show it seems like after so we have uh, a oh, sorry but it seems like after yeah. Tony Storm then you have like uh, Piper Nevin and then you have uh, uh, my my girl oh man Rhea, Rhea Ripley right Rhea after Ripley, the three yeah. of them there's not a lot of top quality wrestling women in like the- uh, like like she 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 said she said she f- 
start and uh, the fans start as well that she did exceptional against Tony Storm and, and I'm thinking well you, I'm sure you're mistaken about that yeah she had a pretty poor <laughs> showing to be honest I mean better than Jenny but uh, pretty yeah. poor so then uh, speaking of Tony Storm um, she uh, defeated Candy Floss in the next match with the Storm Zero this uh, this was not a bad match actually I like Candy Floss yeah I like Candy Floss too it yeah. seems odd to have her in with Tony Storm, you know. It just seemed two two really good people, like you know, two really good faces fighting each other. Yep. Hard to determine who you should cheer for because, on one hand, Tony is the champion and and she's this really good girl, but then Candy Floss has got this kind of sweetness to her, and I don't mean that as a pun, but uh, <laughs> she's just a very sweet wrestler, sweet personality. That yep. uh, it felt felt weird. Who do you cheer again for? And, 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 and uh, against? Yeah, and uh, like uh, Tony Storm, I was expecting Tony Storm to just uh, take most of this match, but Candy Floss uh, showed some showed st- some stuff in this match. Very surprising. Very surprising. Yep. Yeah, she did well. I I almost thought there was a a moment in the match where she was getting frustrated. She was just gonna like snap. <laughs> <laughs> now, after then we the match, go on, tell yeah, me after the match. Oh, after the match, yes. Um, so after the match, uh, Kenny Floss is uh, walking back up the ramp and where she's attacked by Kaylee Ray, who is the number one contender to Tony Storm's uh, championship. Now, here's my problem with all of this, okay? Kaylee Ray is a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. Kaylee Ray is a competent wrestler. But yep. she is by no means imposing or big. And it just seems very weird for her to be like this monster sneaking out. I, I think it's a weird attack. They're trying to book her like she's like six feet tall and she's like lucky if she's 5'3". Didn't she already uh, do some sneaking to uh, win the Battle Royal? Yeah. Yeah. You know, she, already, <laughs> she didn't even win that in dominant fashion yet. We're supposed to believe she's this big dominant tough guy who beats Candy Floss down. Um, yeah. I... I I'm not sure if I, I like Kaylee Ray, but I'm not sure if I like the way she's yeah. being presented right now. And I don't think it's going to go over well, but who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I am. Yeah. And then uh, we had the Ligero interview. And uh, of course, we had Trent Seven giving us an update. And uh, he said that uh, the best way to go after Imperium is to cut off the head of the snake. And that means going after Walter. It's not, you know it's not about championships. This was the first time Trent Seven seemed like a like a cool guy in British Strong Style. You know, you had you had you had Pete Dunn, who was like super intense, right? Yeah. Tyler Bate, who was like he was gonna he was the tougher guy, he could do it. And Trent Seven just kinda seemed like this chubby dude with a towel in the back kinda grinning. He came to the forefront and he seemed like he was gonna go out there and kick Walter's ass if he got a chance. And I, I want those I, yeah. I wanna see this. Yeah, I wanna see this match. Then uh, oh. we had, of course, next week uh, we've got Mark Andrews and Cassiano. Don't care. In yeah, the main yeah. event, in the main event. Oh, you're gonna love okay. this one. It's your three favorite wrestlers, buddy. Yeah, I'm sure you're mistaken about that. Wait, wait, I mean, your six favorite wrestlers. I'm sure you're mistaken times two. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. You know, there was another word that I swear I um, this word might have to go in the book okay. because I heard it what once. It's a six bearded brawl. Oh, brother! <laughs> when I heard it one the first time, I was like, "Okay, maybe this this is just one time that they're doing it." No, they did it again. I'm like, "Okay, That's you know not what? Cool. Not cool." 
I think the foul. you feel like it has to make up words that are just I, stupid? <laughs> to describe I, situations that we know. I don't know. It just kind of ticks me off that this sort of thing. I happens. think we found our our entry for this week. Well, you know what? Um, it seems like we're having a bit of technical difficulties, but I'm going to keep on going here until uh, until my good friend Elio pops back up. Um, I, can you hear me? Yeah, we just lost you for a sec. Don't worry, we're keeping it rolling. Let's, right, uh, okay. let's talk. Your main event, your two favorite The main uh, event, my, my, my six favorites, I'm sure you're mistaken, but uh, Gallus beat the Hunt and Dave Mastiff, who they call the bomber. I don't understand what he's bombing. His matches are, are what's bombing. Oh, ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, gentlemen. You know what? This should have been called Snooze Fest 2019, <laughs> Who cares about the three idiots, the primate, the boar, and the fat dude? Yep. And then you've got the boring Coffee Brothers team. What do they call themselves? Gallus. I, I, I even I even have it written down here. Don't really care about this match or either of the two teams. Yeah. I mean, these are... Okay. First of all, you got these up-and-coming cartoons who aren't doing all that well. <laughs> and Gallus, who's definitely after... You know, it used to be Gallus might be a threat, but I mean... The Imperium and strong, British Strong Style have put them in the dust. Yeah. Nobody cares about Gallus. Their moms don't care about them. <laughs> They've given up. Gallus, maybe it's time you guys gave up. So, uh, there we have our NXT UK episode for this week. Okay. Overall, uh, looking at it, how would you rate this week's show? You know, this was, um, aside from the main event, uh, the Ilya Dragunov match was pretty good. Uh, Tony Storm, I'm going to have to give it a B for this one. Yeah, all right. I'm going to give it a B also. I'm going to agree. It's too bad the main event suffered from, like, crapitis. But I guess that's what <laughs> happens when you put in uh, you put in Gallus and the, and the, the eight, 1980s cartoon heroes. Crapitis, yeah. it's, a, it's a word. Look it up in the medical dictionary. <laughs> all righty. Um, Let's move on now to uh, MLW Fusion. Okay. And, uh, MLW Fusion, I'm going to say right off the hop, it was fun this week. There was lots of little things that, you know, made me laugh. Okay. Um, lots of Mance, which really made me cheer. Oh, oh. Mance Warner is the man. Could MLW um, be win the race three weeks in a row? You know, at this rate it might. First of all, I want to talk about Ace Austin versus Airwolf. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ace Austin, they come out, right? Ace Austin is there. Um, he wants a rematch because uh, Airwolf defeated him. Um, is he going to cry? Is he going to pull out a magic trick? Oh, you know what? He did pull out a crappy magic trick <laughs> in this match. <laughs> oh, my when God. Air, when Airwolf was coming off the rope, um, first he threw a card, one of his playing cards, at the referee. The referee picks <laughs> it up. And as the referee turns around to throws it, Airwolf comes off the top rope and Austin kind of inflates his cane so it hits Airwolf in the nuts. Oh, my it, it takes God. It takes Airwolf down and he gets the, the three count. Now, Wait a minute, would that be a disqualification? But the referee was, dis was like, looking away, throwing away the playing card, so he didn't oh see it. Oh, my God. Okay. Now, I, know, I know this is a <laughs> terrible way to do this, this, this cane thing, which I make fun of a lot. But here's the thing. Um, it made sense. Ace Austin is this weasel who wants to get back his win over this 18-year-old kid. I, I laughed when I was listening to the commentary because they were saying stuff like Jim Cornette was saying uh, how 
Uh, Airwolf was 18 years old and Ace Austin was 22, but Ace Austin was making nowhere as much money as Airwolf was in his contracts. It was kind of a funny thing to hear. Um, It it set the table a bit to make Mm -hmm. Ace Austin look like, okay, you know what? He's a bit of a weasel. He's kind of a jerk, but he has to get some wins in or or his eagle gets stopped, right? Okay. Uh, Next match coming up. uh, Well, first of all, we cut to this thing where we we find out that um, somebody has stolen L.A. Park's golden ticket. Which makes oh, no. kind of dumb sense. This is where he gets to cash that in against whatever. I don't <laughs> see how you could steal that. I mean, even in WWE, if you stole the briefcase, you don't get to use the briefcase. But here, <laughs> somebody had stolen this thing. They have Ricky Martinez in the back, and he's he's looking around, and uh, he thinks Matt's is hidden in this box. Uh-oh. So he takes like this big uh, crowbar and he starts beating the box. And while he's beating the box, Matt's <laughs> comes behind him, beats the crap out of him, then oh, picks no. up the phone. And looks at it and says, I'm coming for you, Selena. You know, one down. Oh. Oh, the Southern Rednecks getting a little feisty. Okay, okay. We go into this next match. And now I got to say, if you're a low-key fan, um, if you paid to go see low-key, you might be just disappointed because his matches lately have been lasting like 20 seconds. You know? Wow. He went out there and he kneed that kid in the head, uh, Ariel Dominguez. Boom. Ariel Dominguez, yeah. Wow, referee stoppage. Yep. Low-key is being portrayed right now as a force of nature who is kicking the cred out of anyone who gets in the ring with him. Unfortunately, okay. that means you don't get to see him very much. Um, we cut to another video where we have, uh, we have, um, we have, uh, what's his name? We've got L.A. Park trapped in this cage. We have, oh, no. like, uh, the little pepper guy. What's his name? El Hill de la El, Los Angeles El Park. El Hill de Los Angeles Park. He is laid out, and Sent- Selena is looking over him. And then Uh-oh. Selena gets up because Mats goes after her and they cut away. Now, oh. fans, I know it sounds like, you know, oh, this seems like a woman in peril. And we were talking about this, but this was a story that didn't even show us anything. You know, it yeah, gave this the idea is that different. Was going you're to not, do something. We had no idea. Yep. You know, maybe if they graphically showed us something bad, I would have been down on this. But it just made intrigue of the story. What is yes. what is Matt's going to do when he grabs Selena, right? And that and that's the difference know. between this and uh, what we asked in our poll. Yeah, I mean, this is different than him like running over with a baseball bat and hitting her with it, or yep. pile driving her on the floor or something. Um, but who knows? You know, maybe with this whole edgy thing, if MLW makes the horrible decision next week to show us Selena getting beat out by uh, Matt's, we're going to be hard on that too because oh, that's no. something we don't like. I hope now, you don't have to put him in the book. Yeah, no kidding. I don't want to put Mance in the book. That guy rocks. <laughs> okay, now the main event. We went to Richard Holiday and MJF defeating Brian Pillman and Teddy Hart for the MLW Tag Team Belts in a ladder match. This um, was a surprise. It was a surprise. A lot of craziness going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I wondered about it too because, you know, originally it was Davy Boy Smith who decided he was going to let um, Brian Hart, Brian Hart, Brian Pillman Jr. fill in and... In the end, Pillman is the one who eats the pin, so I don't know if that's, you know, set up for down the road of uh, of Pillman beating the doghouse, or if it was just showing that, you know, that they weren't at their strongest yet when they get defeated. Okay. Could go either way. Um, okay. Finally got to see Holiday, and you know what? I'm mean, kind of impressed with this guy. He has a really good look for a wrestler, and, uh, I mean, his skills aren't the best, but they're not atro- atrociously horrible. Um, MJF that guy kills me, man. He's he's a he's a fairly standard good wrestler, but his characterisms is hilarious. Like 
He refused to get up on the ladder. He was terrified. He took up one step on the ladder <laughs> and he just was like scared to go any further. Uh, and the afraid of heights. I'm afraid yeah. of heights. He actually got scared when Hammerstone put him on his shoulders to parade him around. He looked very he... uncomfortable like he wanted off now. <laughs> so that's that was this week's MLW. I'm going to say I'm going to rate this MLW as an A. You know, not yeah, an A+. Definitely. It was not the thing, but it was a very strong showing. The Matt stuff was intriguing. Yep. The wrestling was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're portraying Loki on a definitely on a collision course with Selena's group. Um, okay. Probably L.A. Park, I would think, is who he's going to eventually go with. Um, mm. It was nice not to see the Von Erichs. I'm not really sold on them yet. Um, and MJF and Holiday winning the tag team belts, uh, making a, a curious curious situation where the dynasty holds three belts right now. And at the cost of of the Heart Foundation, and now mm-hmm. we have coming up, you know, like um, I, I I believe we have uh, MJF has challenged uh, Teddy Hart for a match, so okay. that will be really interesting to see if 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 they also go with Teddy losing the uh, Junior Heavyweight Title. And then we also have uh, the that their event at the Melrose Ballroom on the twenty fifth of this month. I, I hope it's a good one. I'm very interested. Yeah, MLW so far I, has been I very fun. That's uh, when we see the return of Savio Vega. Yes. I wonder how old he's going to look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on now to ROH. And oh. correct me if I'm wrong, but man, ROH oh. is starting to become impact. In, not in stupidness, oh. but in boringness. I can't even tell you. They're like, when I, okay, I was watching this earlier tonight and. When I saw this opening match, I couldn't believe that they put this as the first match. We had Shane Taylor, ROH television champion, defeating Rhett Titus. Oh, my Lord. (sighs) At least it wasn't the Shinobi Shit Squad, right? No, this was a boring, flat match. A completely boring, flat as whatever, and down. And at the end, Kenny King... Comes into the ring now. I never like to agree with the moron, but I'm gonna have to agree with Kenny King because he's told he took the mic and told Red Titus what he just saw was disgusting. Yeah. Wow. Hey, you know that you are horrible when Kenny King calls you out. When the King <laughs> of Boring calls you out as being boring. Man, and I swear, I think we may we may have another uh, entry for the book because um, what Red Titus did in this match at the beginning. Hmm. He went to shake Shane Taylor's hand. Shane Taylor spit at him, and he took his hand and wiped it on his chest. Okay, that's that's savage hell hand, disgusting. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm gonna say we take a we take a one week uh, thought about this, and next week okay. we'll decide if Red Titus goes into the book. All right, because All the, right. this match was just uh. So then in the second match we had um, uh, four way. It was a. Uh, the Allure, uh, all three members of the Allure taking on uh, Tasha Steele's, and I can't think of the other one's name, but it was Tasha Steele uh, coming out uh, with the win in uh, this match. Sounds boring. And in the main event, it was Jay Lethal and the Bouncers defeating the Kingdom. Now. Well, wait, that was the main only, event? That was the main event. <laughs> the Bouncers. And the kingdom were in that the was the main event. Oh, only gosh. in a ma- only with Jay Lethal, less your tag team partner, could you pull out a win and be in the main event? Yeah, which... because the bouncers. Uh, 
The bouncers aren't the greatest at all, man. I mean, no, they're not. I'm not a fan not of bouncers. Good. They're not I even good. No, I might have. I might have had uh, my drinks at the bar over the weekend, but yeah, I'm not a fan of the bouncers. Yikes! So I avoided getting bounced out. Well, <laughs> after watching this week's show, how would you rate this week's ROH? Oh, yeah, I think it was um, C minus. A C minus. Ooh, cutting. No, I mean, it was just. Sorry, go on. No, it was just I don't know. I didn't find anything enjoyable here. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give it. I'm gonna give this week's an half. Uh, it's rare for me to do this, but I mean, there wasn't one redeeming quality on this week's show. Uh, no, I mean, there wasn't yeah. anything that was exciting, anything intriguing. It Yo. was a whole pile of crap, and I'm not a fan. No, not I a fan. Mean, it was terrible. I I couldn't believe like that they would actually put that match as the opener. Usually, the, the opening match is supposed to set you up for the rest of the show to get you excited about the rest of the show. This one didn't do anything. That's that's not good. So, fans, uh, Elio, get out our uh, tally book and let's see how we have rated and how who's doing well in our, our rankings. Uh, out of the three okay. uh, teams, if you if you score a higher, the highest score receives two points, the middle score one point, and the team with the lowest score puts a zero. So, which shows are, after you've uh, tallied in the new things, who is winning this week? Who's the middle and who's last? So, last week we had NXT with one. MLW with two points and ROH with zero. So putting MLW in the lead with five, NXT in second with four, and ROH with zero. Okay. Now that now we add the new ones to it, right? Yep. Or was, okay, so then that would probably, I'm guessing, put us at seven points for MLW? So let's see. We're, um, we're giving... We gave ML... I'm just pulling up my notepad here. Yeah. So we're wow. going to give MLW and... A, so they get two points. Mm-hmm. NXT with one point and ROH, again, I'm sorry, but zero points. So that put that and MLW still in the lead three weeks in a row. And so what is their final score? Seven points? It is um, 5 7 0. 5 7 0. Wait, so. You mean 7 5 0. 7 for MLW, 5 for NXT, and 0 for ROH? Yeah, so I, I, I was looking at it from the way I have it written down, because I have NXT, oh, okay. MLW, ROH. Well, you know what? ROH is in some serious crap here. For they the are. Three weeks in a row, oh. they finished zero. I, I really hope this isn't the trend, but like I, I've said to other guys on, on POV and that, it seems like that the AEW and Impact are really kind of taking a lot out of uh, the quality of ROH right now, and New Japan, so... ROH might be in, in some kind of desperation of phasing itself out, and I hope that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, this is terrible. Three weeks in a row with zero points. Well, you know what, Elio? Um, this week, I don't think we're going to open the book. We're going to save the yeah. book for next week. Yep. I'm on vacation. I don't want to be as cruel and unusual <laughs> as I usually am. <laughs> I'm just going to say, fans, there was some really good wrestling, there was some okay wrestling, and there was some crappy wrestling, and that's... That is the world of professional wrestling these days. You want good wrestling? Tune into New Japan. So far, I have not seen anything that's been horrible. I mean, you get great matches where you get guys beating the crap out of each other, like uh, Ishii versus Cobb. You get outstanding wrestling matches where you get to see stuff like Okada versus White. Or even just funny stuff where you got to see, like, uh, Yano taking yeah, on uh, Shingo. Or, you know, Toriano uh, is surprising me hmm. in this uh, G1 is who? So no, I was I was saying Tor Toriano was surprising me. 
with they Oh Toriano yeah. he's like this every year, man. He he will peter out a bit, but he usually has some strong openings. Oh, okay. He's a spoiler to a few guys, but yeah, he, he averages about eight to ten points. Okay. So he's good for four or five wins All right. out of out okay. of ten. So that's pretty good. So folks, you know what? Uh I got to tell you, I've had a fun week, despite the fact it's been a crazy mm-hmm. week. Um, I just yesterday finally caught up on some sleep. Today is feeling a little crappy. I'm glad that I am on a mini vacation out here in the sunny Okanagan. For all you Americans who are wondering what the heck the Okanagan is or anyone else in the world, look it up. All right? I'm not your educator. I'm your host. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can still be a jerk. And uh, great stuff. Keep watching wrestling. We look for, you know what, Elio, tell them all the social media junk, where they can hear the show and where they can get a hold of us if they'd like to, I don't know, try to verbally spar with me. <laughs> okay, saying. Which is okay. Saying. Verbally spar with anybody. You can catch uh, WPOV Global and WPOV on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Podbean. And you can find us on Facebook at Wrestling POV Podcast. On Instagram, Wrestling POV1, and on Twitter at Wrestling POV. And I'd like to throw out to all you fans, if you enjoy our show and you want to show a little bit funnier and a little bit more, um, w, well, very WWE-centric, try out Wrestling POV. And I, well, I, uh, you have yep, some... And I want to help... Sorry? No, go on. I was, I was going to say, I'm, after you're done, I'm going to help these the guys out a bit. Okay. Well, you know what? They're a pretty good show. They're a very good show. I mean, you have such outstanding uh, hosts as Rick Serrano the yep. Third. You have some middling hosts like Mimi Goody, and you even have a bit of dreadful in Big Tony Diaz. And thank goodness they don't have that stupid sock puppet <laughs> oh, who, no. for for what reasons I don't know. Maybe he had to get fumigated. Miguel, He's where off are somewhere you? Somewhere in the land of who cares? <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Elio, I'm going to say good night. And wish it the folks a thing. You tell the people what you want to tell them, and then you wish them a good night. Okay, so fans, thank you for okay. all of you fans across uh, Canada, the United States, across Europe and Asia, down as far as Australia, and up high as north as the Netherlands and Russia. We enjoy you tuning into us. We like you as part of our family. Keep watching. Write us a letter. Tell us what you think is great wrestling, and uh, we'll try and take a look at it. So for the legend uh, T. James Logan, have a great night. Elio, you finish the show. All right, so uh, before we sign off, let me uh, help the guys over WPOV because after listening to their show, they were trying to figure out the singer who Mark Merrill was mimicking when he was his trying to be bad character. That was not Chuck Berry. That was Little Richard. What did they say? Chuck Berry? They said Chuck Berry. It was Little Richard. It was Little Richard. Come on, guys. Yes. Oh, man. And, they're, and they're, guys were American. They're two out of three too much Cardi The B. two out of three ain't bad song. That's a Meatloaf off of, Meatloaf. Off of the Bad Out of Hell CD from 1977. Well, it would have been a record by then. But yeah, you, you get the point. Who did they say that was? Oh, they didn't. Uh, they weren't sure who sang that song. Oh, my Lord. This is what happens <laughs> when you listen to too much Cardi B. It rots your mind. <laughs> Folks, Alanis Morissette, she ought to know, man. It's ironic, don't you think? I'm such a vault of musical knowledge, so I thought I'd just put that out there and help the guys out. Uh, in other words, you want to rub their face in their mistakes. No, I just want to be helpful. I'm a gentleman like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Okay, I'm sure you're mistaken, gentlemen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see you next All week, right. bro.